You're listening to Heart and Hustle Podcast, where we boss so hard. I'm Angelica Yard. And I'm Charisma Moran. Join us every week to discuss entrepreneurship, creativity, business, balance, and life. Take control of your business and your life, and never forget to dream big, work hard, repeat. Hey guys, welcome back. Hi. We have a special guest today. We're really excited. We want you to try to guess who she is. Um, (laughs) So we have three clues and they are Disney, design, and desserts. Desserts. We're going to give you like 10 seconds, 10, (laughs) 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, one. It's Melissa! <laughs> Literally, no one is surprised. We've talked about her every Like, episode. in every episode. <laughs> Literally, last week, we were like, man, remember when we tried to make Melissa do this yeah. time? <laughs> Somebody was asking me, like, our origin story, and I was like, so I have these two friends, and I was like, let's do a podcast, and mom was like, no. <laughs> Yeah, we just pull you in yes, and just you're make like the you be with us. Babysitter club member. Yeah, <laughs> like Mallory and oh, Mallory what's Jesse, Mallory Jesse, Logan. Yes, we know our babysitter. I've been listening to the Babysitters Club Club. Taking <laughs> <laughs> over my life. So, anyway, how was everyone's weekend? So I went to a cat cafe. I, I, I heard. Saw. It, I saw that. <laughs> Let me tell you. Technically, like it wasn't. Cats? It wasn't the weekend. It was on Monday. But like, I drove. I actually drove to Celebration. And, like, Gage and I went together, and we get there. They're serving Axum Coffee, which is, like, the place in Winter Garden, which is fantastic. So I was like, yay, yay, yay. So we, like, got our, like, I got my chai, he got a tea, and I'm like, okay, we're going to go over to, like, where the cats are now. And they're like, that part's closed today. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I literally (laughs) drove all the way here. Like, it's not, like, close to anything. Like, it's in the middle of, like, nowhere. Like, they call it Claremont, but it's, like, that part of, like, New Claremont that, like, it just became Claremont because, like, it wasn't anything, like, yesterday. And so I'm, like, we literally came all this way and, like... The worst part is there's, like, a window, so you can see that the cat's in. And I'm like, I just want to go pet the cats. Like, you can watch me. Like, just give if me, you like, a few some minutes. coffee, you would have just went to Axum. Exactly. <laughs> like, that Axum is, like, way better. Exactly. It's bigger. And it's closer. Yeah, and I'm like, why are, you, why are all these businesses closed on a Monday is, like, a big thing I don't for know. me. Like, Orlando businesses are open at really weird times. Um, and, like, recently, like, we had a really great coffee shop that was over on Mills, and people loved it, and their their times were, like, really weird. Like, they were always closed when you thought they'd yeah. be open, and there was no warning and stuff. And so, they ended up closing. The same thing with my, the burger place, BB Junction, that I used to like. It's closed. Yeah. They John just closed it. On September 11th. Yeah, and see, no. it's so, it's like, it sucks. So, I just, I mean, I think that people are still going to go out to it, but I just hope that they start being open on Mondays, because it's, like, it's a pretty... You expect businesses to be open on Mondays, yeah, I think. It's so like, it's kind of the first day. I was pretty disappointed, <laughs> and I was like, "I will never come back here." But Gage was like, "We'll try again. Like it's gonna be okay. <laughs> like like calm down, calm down, calm down." I was like, "No, I'm so angry." And, I, and then I was like, "You don't understand because you have cats to go home to." And he's like, "You don't even like cats like right. that." <laughs> I'm like, "But I just like cuddling. Like I want a dog. Like I'm definitely a dog person." But you That's know, funny. so it's just a bunch of cats. 
Well, like, like yeah, like, the first room you go into because of, like, food, you know, yeah. regulations, it's just, like, okay. the first, it's just, like, a coffee shop on the first right, side, yeah. but then you go through a door to the other side, which you can see through a window and everything, and then there, there's tables and chairs, too, and then you can, like, sit and have your snacks and stuff, and then there's, like, cats hanging out, and you can hang out with them if you want, or you can just kind of watch them or whatever, and then they have, like, a jungle gym basically built around the table, so, so they can the cats can, which my other question, though, is when I go in there... Are the cats going to care? Because you know what I mean. Like they're not, they are cats, cats, so and they have like their own things to do. And they're like it'd be different if it was like an empty room, but it's like they have all these cool things to do. So it sounds they like literally the might of the not plot care. For Catwoman too. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Actually, it sounds better than the plot. <laughs> Probably the first Catwoman. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's cool because they're all adoptable cats and stuff oh, like that. Fine. So oh, and okay. I can go to a place like that because again, like I, I don't mind cats. Like I love all animals, but it's not like if I went to like a dog place like this, I would come home with thirteen dogs yeah. or however many dogs were there that no day so yeah and John would be okay with that <laughs> yeah there's like there's no oh, he probably, no one would he stop would, us yeah, yeah nobody yeah. would except for the people who like yeah own this building <laughs> yeah they'd be like um <laughs> ma'am yeah so it was an interesting weekend that's yeah. good did you do anything fun we went to food and wine oh, on we all the food so yeah we ate all the food <laughs> we sweat all the calories out yes it was about 100 degrees oh, outside so that was the worst but we had a good time oh. i think we went with our friends and they have a baby and i think the baby was doing better with the heat than we were you guys were probably mm. complaining and the we're baby's all like, complaining yeah. about it and the baby's just in a stroller like hey, how old is the baby less than a year. I feel like the baby doesn't know any time before, like, this sort of heat. Like, we grew up, and it was not this hot. Like, I was just talking about this the, the other day. So it's like, the baby doesn't even know. Warming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, this is normal. He wasn't, like, even sweaty. He was just hanging out in his stroller. Oh That's a miracle. I'm, like, like, I need to know this baby's dying. secret. <laughs> I'm like that mom, and I'm terrible, because I do, like, stroller workout classes, and I don't, I've never owned a stroller fan, ever. And my child just, she doesn't switch, she just smiles. So I guess she's like that baby where I they guess were. so. Even though she was born in December, she probably was born in, like, the fiery pits of a volcano or something. I, I mean, know. she was born in Florida, right? So, yeah. <laughs> it was hot. It was. It was hot. Oh, man. This weekend, I, it was, like, nonstop. I went to Prado Friday night really late for celebrate my friend's birthday, which I never do. I do not go outside at 930. I don't do it. So, like, me and my friend are, like, complaining the whole time about being old ladies. But it was good. I like the food there. Um, it's in Winter Park, which we always talk about. So, if you're in Winter Park, go to Prado and try it out. And then Saturday... There was, like, a family dinner for, like, football. I don't know. I made chili. <laughs> I showed up. For, like, sports happened. Sports balls happened. <laughs> That's what happened. It's um, about the food. I was there for food and hanging out with my friends. And then um, yesterday, we had a party. No, Sunday. Today's Tuesday. Ooh. Sunday, we went to a two-year-old's birthday party, which was, like, right down the street from where Charisma lives. Um one of those cute little baby gym places where my oh, child cute. was let yeah. loose and became a monster. And it was... But did she get tired? No. Oh, damn. I'm no. sorry. That's, I she think that's like the like point, an right? hour. It was the point was yeah. that, number one, we were there at five, so oh, it's close to bedtime. You're going to tie yourself out. Nope. It's like, Just not that child. Kidding. Not that child. Well, your child's really tall, so I feel like there's more room for energy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah they're, they're all two, so they're all, like, the same height. But she's, like, the same height as two-year-olds. She's not two yet. So then I posted a picture... Facebook of like cute Peppa Pig things, even though I hate Peppa Pig, she's the worst. Like, <laughs> and parents like Caillou and Peppa Pig are like the worst shows that ever existed in mankind society. And Peppa Pig just whines all the time. They have the cutest little things, and everybody's like, Oh, I can't believe she's tall already. I was like, I would like cut my fingers off before I threw a Peppa Pig party. <laughs> she would just have to deal. You have to like start planning. I know. Oh, I have plans. December, I already have plans. Yay. Yay. I'm excited. Do you have a pin board yet? Yes. 
That's how you started. No, yeah, I already like have plans. We're gonna talk about it later. Okay. So anyway, we have a, qu- a listener question, which again, guys, thanks for sending questions. If you have questions, send them to hello at heartnustle.com, heartnustlepodcast.com, or use our contact form, which probably is the easiest way, and everybody else does that. So we have a question from Terry, and Terry says, "Hi, I need help. I love studying and learning everything about digital marketing. So do we." Um, the problem is I have no degree, so do I. And, and myself. <laughs> I once wanted to be a blogger, but I'm not much of a writer, and I lost my site, so I'm starting from scratch with a big focus on R&B music only on the site. How can I combine my passion for music and marketing together? I was thinking of creating a new music site where I would highlight artists and another site where I would highlight myself and the services I offer, such as social media marketing, for example, but I need to, uh, I need to, but I'll focus my, on one thing, and she can't really figure it out, so... How should she combine her passions? Um, I think that like a big thing is learning that some things do benefit from being separate. Like I have a passion for photography. I have a passion for, you know, LGBT like weddings and engagements and family sessions, which is why I have Equal and Forever. And then I have a passion for like working with other small business owners. And to me, they're three like very different things. Like if I put them all together on one site, people would be like, what on earth do you do? But because it's like, Three, it's like, okay, you do consulting, okay, you do photography, okay, you run Equal and Forever. They're, they're three different things. So for me, like, I definitely think that it would be in your best interest to kind of split them apart. And I think that running the music site really gives, you know, that opportunity to be like, this is what I can do. This right. is how quickly I can build up. Um, a blog and a website and how I can get a lot of engagement and this is why you should hire me because people do want to know like I think when you do consulting they kind of want to see like okay like that's yeah like I there's a lot of people that come out and they're like well I'm a consultant and you know blah 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 and I'm like okay but like how did you get there? Right. Like, I want to know, like, what's the business that you ran and what did you do beforehand? So I think that it is great to have both of those things and have both of those passions and run with them. And also, I will say that, like, I went to college for a while, didn't, did not work out, <laughs> um, because, like, I started my business um, when I was, like, halfway through school and I just, I was making good money. School's really expensive. Like, I was on my own since I was 17. I just could not afford to keep going. And really, like, I had to make a decision, like, okay, does it make more sense for me to continue going further into debt for school, or should I just run forward with my business? And obviously, I made the right decision, although I do want to go back at some point simply because I want to be a professor, but that's a whole other thing. But I think that at the end of the day, like, what you learn when you run a business is something that you cannot necessarily learn out of books. And a lot of people I know that have degrees don't end up doing what they thought they would do anyways. But when I was in school, I studied psychology, marketing, and business. And I can tell you that, like, just about nothing I learned, like, I actually can apply to my business. So there's that. So don't worry if, if, you know, school is great. And if if you can take that path, I think that it is a good thing to have under your belt, having a degree. But if you don't have one, don't let that be, like, what freaks you out. Most of the time, like, when I work with a client, they're not like, where's your degree? They're like, yeah, where's... Yeah, for my degree, yeah. I asked for theirs. Like, yeah, it's degree. like, yeah, they're like, they want proof that I'm going to be able to, you know, properly give them the tools that they need to run a successful business or that I can take great photos. That's what they want to know. Yeah. So that's my input, my two cents. 2.5 cents. My yeah. thoughts was, I definitely think you should get on your blog right now. Like, that's definitely should be a priority to start building that up. And also, since you're doing social media marketing, maybe you should focus on having R&B artists or music artists as your clients. 
and having your blog focused on that shows that you already have an interest in music and different types of music and maybe you can start with indie artists and kind of help them get their social media marketing because I think a lot of times um, I know a lot of people who are musicians and they just don't have time to build their yeah. brands on their mm -hmm. own and they have you know a little bit of money to bootstrap and kind of get someone to help them along the way so if you do that that's combining your love of things while you're still building like you said, like your digital footprint, so to speak, of having your site. So I definitely think you should just go ahead and have your site right now. And of course, I never went to college um, outside of speaking at them, <laughs> speaking at a college on Saturday. <laughs> so I get invited to speak at colleges, but I did not give colleges any of my coins. So that is like, I don't think it's necessary to have a degree to, to be a social media marketer or even in digital marketing. What about you? Um, well, I guess you guys made great points because I agree with both. But uh, yeah, I did. I mean, I got a degree in marketing. I do nothing with that degree right now. It was useful. It's shiny. It is. It's actually, it's not even hanging. I think it's in our garage. <laughs> but um, I mean, you know, I'm glad I did it because it did give me certain opportunities just to be able to move to a different city. But I don't, I didn't really learn anything that I use now in my business. And, you know, it's just, it's one of those things that doesn't always apply to what you're doing. Right. Yeah. I feel like everyone I know that did go to school just about, mm -hmm. like not to say that their degrees didn't help them get to where they are per se, but they but don't necessarily helped. use what they learned. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's like, it's the piece of paper that helps them. Like being able to say like, I have a degree, like it, it sometimes can help you qualify for jobs that you wouldn't mm. be able to get otherwise right. and things like yeah. that. But it's not necessarily the knowledge that they got from the degree. It sounds shiny on your like speaker bio too, I yeah. guess. It does. I, <laughs> I, know, so. I know a lot of people yeah. with MBAs may put that their speaker bio. I can bio tell you that like, like when I go smart. back to school and I finish, like I'm going to like post my degree to my forehead. <laughs> so like there will be no garage stuff. No, it's going to like, it's going to be, be like, right here. <laughs> well, I'm thinking about like, that's kind of the path that I thought about just because I do want to right, teach, teach on the collegiate mm -hmm. level. Now in Florida, you can teach mm -hmm. on the collegiate level with a master's, but anywhere else just about, yeah. like outside of the deep south, you need to have... Valencia. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. I, can, I can teach yeah. Valencia. Oh yeah, exactly. Which is terrible. So you need to have a doctorate like <laughs> right. in the rest of the country. So And John has thought, because John already has a master's degree, so he's talked about going for a doctorate, and I was like, no, no, you need to sit down. It's my turn. <laughs> it's my turn, okay? I was like, I go first. And then you go. Yeah. So I think probably maybe a year from now I'll look back into because I basically have to save tons of money. Right. Because I am not put, going into debt for it. it that's so my expensive. that's my big thing. Yeah. Like we're um, we're yeah. very lucky that we went to community college. Nick and I we we're already together. We we're moved out, so we we're making we we're working part time jobs, barely making any money. We were lucky that UPS would give him like reimburse reimburse yeah. tuition. Right. But they wouldn't even reimburse like the fees for online classes right. because he couldn't be in school because he was because working, he working their with job. them. But <laughs> we're like, okay, cool. But we were very fortunate. Like we just kind of like managed our money as good as we could and just kind of didn't have any debt because I know yeah. what people do. I feel like if I would have needed to get it alone, I probably wouldn't have done it. Yeah, that's so. Yeah. It's just one of those things. If you can, awesome. And if you can't, that's cool. Just learn along the way and. And either way, you're going to need continual education, like right. whether yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. you know, you going to workshops or just like go listening to podcasts or, you know, going on the internet and finding out stuff. It's going to be a constant thing for the rest of your life. Right. So I majored in marketing and yet I did not take, there was not one social media class available and I just yeah. went to college, what, four, five years ago. 
So, yeah. You know, they're still not <laughs> now because right. I just okay. I just recently looked through um, a catalog for a very like good well known school. And there was nothing that I was like, oh, this is actually beneficial. But it's funny because if I went back to school, it probably would not be for marketing because oh I'd want to yeah. teach something like completely different. You need to like go back and teach a class on the power of the bee emoji and then like talk about Beyonce stands <laughs> rise to like, social well, media. Well, I, I would focus on kind of like, um, like probably I would love to teach a class like based in feminism and that sort yeah. of thing. And like, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of getting into practice with that because over at my old high school, I'm going to be the sponsor for like a feminist club yeah um so that'll kind of give me some ideas for the future young feminists <laughs> yes awesome so right. today's topic so we're going to be talking about personal life versus business life um because those are two things that often overlap for entrepreneurs small business owners and just people in general i think now especially in america we just have kind of like that work work culture um you know, you think about it, like, think of the song Work by Rihanna, which mm-hmm. is not supposed to be about, like, your nine to five, but that is literally, like, all you see is, like, people snapping and they're like, look, I I'm at work. Everywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's I, like. I'm my fake co-working space and my friend comes over and we're like, work, 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 work. Yeah, time. exactly. So we, <laughs> we kind right. of have, like, a work-obsessed culture. So I kind of wanted to just, like, dive into that today and kind of talk about what that means and maybe what we can do to have a little bit more balance. Um. So there's just like what I kind of, the first thought that came to mind was just that we call it work-life balance instead of calling it life-work balance. And it's like, why is that? Yeah, I know. Because we look at work as the priority. And I think, um, especially it goes back to like Christianity and Protestants and um, them working for six days and having that seventh day to rest. So work was just like, if you didn't work, you didn't eat and you died. And like, (laughs) generally like what they died into, like, the guy didn't work and take care of his family. I mean, everybody in the family worked. It wasn't just, like, the man who worked. The kids worked and the wife worked and everybody had their duty. So I feel like that mindset um, just passed down from generation to generation. But what they don't understand is those people didn't live very long. Yeah. <laughs> so probably, I mean, for lots of reasons. But I'm sure, like, working themselves to death was part of it. So um, <laughs> we definitely... That didn't help. <laughs> no, that didn't help, you know. They <laughs> definitely died of catching... Like, not even a plague. They got colds and they were, like, dead. Oh, like, they were like, done. <laughs> So it's just important that we um look at why we why we should switch that. Why is it important for life to come before work, and how do we make that part of our like everyday mentality? Yeah, and I think especially getting like more into people wanting to do things they're passionate about as opposed to just like doing something random with their lives. I think that it's to me like I love the idea of like putting life before work. I mean, right. I don't I don't like what is it work to live or live to work. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like. I enjoy my job. I love my job. I feel really thankful that I have my job. But at the end of the day, it's like, I think my life is a little bit more important because if I'm not alive, I can't do my job anyways. (laughs) So plus, I mean, like, you know, your life category is, is your family, your friends, your passions, like travel, all of those things fall under life category. Although people don't really focus on that. I feel like people are just kind of very, like we're very work obsessed as a culture. And I kind of look over to like what some of my friends are doing like overseas who live in Mm -hmm. Europe and stuff. And it's funny. Um, so my friend Bobby, I've known her for like ever. She's like an internet friend who I've actually met in real life. And she's from Miami and she's like, she's an American, but she moved to, um, England and she lives there now with her husband. And like, she'll like post like about like, I'm reading a book right now. And like, it's my lunch break and I'm reading and I'm like, what? But how? Like, I'm like, on your <laughs> lunch, lunch break, break, like, my lunch break, I work. 
Or if I'm not working, I'm listening to a podcast about work. Or I'm listening to a podcast about work and working and, like, stuffing my face really (laughs) quick and then working out really quick and then coming back to work. It's, like, all centered around just, like, tons and tons of work. And so, kind of, like, she gets just as much work done as I do. I think she does better work than I do, if I'm being (laughs) quite honest. I really do. Um, So, it's just interesting that just that little shift of, like, putting giving herself some time, putting herself first, saying, like, yeah, I, I deserve to frickin' read a book. Right. Like, it's not the end of the world. Doesn't mean my business will fail yeah. because I yeah. take 30 minutes out from my day yeah. People to focus like, on this book. People think, like, cars are going to get repoed and no going to shut off if they, yeah. like, don't work all of the time. And that's, I feel like, um, having a 9 to 5, I feel like the culture of having, like, corporations push on their employees of, you either do it or you don't. Like, you only have, like, what, two or three sick days and you only have like two weeks paid vacation if you're lucky and then you know that six weeks maternity leave so you don't even get time like it's not about you it's about making money to oil the machine or whatever so when you stop working you think the same way about yourself you're like i have to do what i gotta do to make money to oil the machine and everything but reality is not your own business even when you're working you need to choose an employer that has your best interest in mind because you're going to burn out so quick and then you're going to just quit your job. And I think that's why people say, oh, millennials, they hate jobs. And no, we get tired of working ourselves to death. That's what it is. Yeah. Like we just like to breathe for once. And if people overseas can do it, why can't that be like the status quo in America? Yeah. I'm like, there's got to be a better way. <laughs> I think also when you work for yourself, you kind of have that pressure of I have to work and make my salary. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I feel like if you work normal amount of hours, you're still going to get the same amount of work done. It's still going to be good quality versus, yeah, you might get a couple things done for two weeks if you're working 24-7, but that third week, you're going to burn out. So mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're going to be sick. <laughs> but it's just the pressure. Like, even though, like, ever, like, since I left my job, my nine-to-five, to start working for myself, Nick never was like, you have to make this much money. He's still like, go for it. Have fun. He was, like, very laid back about it. Yeah. And I'm the one that's, like, stressing, like, but I have to make enough. Like, yeah. So it's that pressure of like, I have to make enough. Can you just like keep, you know, like just thinking, well, if I stop working, you know, if oh, it's the weekend, but if I don't work today, then, or if I don't check my email, if somebody yeah. writes back to me, I might lose a client if I don't reply like in 10 seconds. So I think that's like kind of where that happens. Like when you work for yourself and when you work for a company, it's, also based on like well if i don't put in all the time they want me right. to work I'm like, they're gonna fire me yeah, exactly. you know like they're gonna lay me off because I, there's somebody else waiting for right. your job that's kind of the reality of it yeah and i think that with um you know the way that just like millennials are having to deal in the workplace with you know people getting degrees and not being able to find jobs that actually are you know, worth what they just mm-hmm. put in for their degree. I think it's made like the market like very difficult and right. challenging. Um, and so I think that, you know, like you were saying, like it just makes people kind of think, well, if I don't do everything this employer is saying exactly the way they're saying, then there's somebody behind me that is just waiting yeah. to take my job. Yeah. Um, and I definitely feel like sometimes, like if I take off like a, a Monday through Friday, even if I'm sick, it's like, I just have that in the back of my head. Like if you won't work, you won't get paid, which obviously is true, but like not to the extreme of like, if I have the flu, then I can just rest on the couch for a few days and get better. Right. Yeah. Um, and then also it's like, I don't need to work at 9, 10 PM if I started working at nine in the morning, Right. Um, which I've gotten a lot better at, but it, it, it takes time. I think it's, it's definitely, and it, it helps when you actually have money in your bank account and then you're like, Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, let me, paid, yeah, okay. let me relax a little bit. Pay my bill. But it is true. Like the first few years of my business, my mom would always be like, Oh, like, can you take a day off or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I can never. Yeah. Ever. Like, now I'm, I'm making my myself yeah. like take weekends off. Like, 
And it's not always. I mean, like, and and but when I when I feel like I work on a weekend, it's because I probably didn't work a full day during the week. You know what I mean? So it's not yeah. it's in or unless I'm like launching something. Like right now, I'm yeah. in the middle of launching something, so I did work pretty late last night. But um, you know, I think that no, like during normal operation, I'm getting really good at like the Monday to Friday. Yeah. And it helps to keep John's schedule. Like you pretty yeah. much, you keep Nick's schedule, yeah. right? And, I mean, that just changed drastically. How's oh, that I, gone for you? I love it. it I mean, it is hard <laughs> She said she loves the morning. I, to <laughs> get out of bed in the morning, it's not the easiest thing because it's like a 5.30 alarm goes off. And then by, like, 5.40, getting up and trying to do things. Even though, like, I sit on the couch while he's eating breakfast and I can't eat anything that early. So I just kind of wrap myself in a fleece. <laughs> and I don't talk. <laughs> I just close my eyes until he leaves. And when he leaves... <laughs> until he leaves. <laughs> I was saying, drag yourself over to the coffee maker, <laughs> oh probably. Yeah, it's kind of like it's a struggle every morning. But once I sit at my desk with my cup of coffee, I'm. It just feels good to be able to get started so early because nobody is writing to me yet. There's no yeah. nobody's mm-hmm. responding at six a.m. Like at least not. I'm pretty lucky that most of my clients don't start that early, <laughs> yeah. so it works out. So I get all this work done, and it's also really good because I have um, my dad comes to visit three times a week, and he would come at ten. And I used to start work at 10. Right. So those three days, I would not start until 11. So it really threw off my schedule. But now I can enjoy it better. Yeah, because you've got You've already done. worked yeah, for hours at that point. Done, yeah. And then he comes over and we can, like, hang out, drink some more coffee. <laughs> and then when he leaves, I just, you know, get back to work. But it's definitely, like, I always felt rushed. Um, also, like, when he would come over, I was kind of like, oh, I got to do this. I got an email because, you know, like, oh, somebody emailed me at 10 and I, I'm not even working it's yet. It's 1045. Yeah, so I felt, like, so pressured. And even though I would always enjoy the time, like, I still felt like it was rushed. But now I can actually, like, sit down, enjoy a cup of coffee with my dad. And, yeah. just, you know, like, it just feels better and what time are you guys what time are you normally done with work well around he gets out like it depends on the day but let's say about like 3 30 okay he's done and then he does start to work a bit afterwards so then i get to work as well but um because i mean if he's working on his stuff then i'm like yeah might as well get to work a bit but we also try to balance it out like twice a week we try to like not work at night you know or not as late either we usually try to stop by like eight o'clock if we're working a little extra and then like just kind of watch a movie or something. And then you spend your, like, entire weekend at Disney oh, to yeah. make up That's for... Oh, yeah. That's how I make up for it. Yeah. <laughs> I worked hard. I have to do something. Except in the summer. Like, I've been missing it, but... Um, same here. Yeah. I was like, I haven't been to Disney in forever. And then I looked at my, like, agenda, and I was like, okay, actually I have, but still. <laughs> it's been, like, two and a half weeks since I've been to Magic Kingdom. That's a long time. It is. And it's really... <laughs> I'm glad someone understands me. Like, you're just looking at us like... My face is like, you guys are hilarious. But it's That's hot funny. out, and I just can't it even is. go. So I kind of want to talk about like some of the things that are in your personal life and then we'll go through some things that are business to kind of let people know the separation because yeah. I feel like at this point they're getting so blurred that people like don't even know what is what anymore. So personal life, family and friends, coworkers, or industry peers. Um, and I think that again, people, it's, it's a confusing line. Like the three of us right here, this is a confusing line because <laughs> technically we, we do work together um, and Sometimes things are too focused on work, but I think we do a decent job at trying to get together and not have it be work-based. Yeah. 
I think that we, you know, like we're, we can be like normal coworkers sometimes and just like get together and just like, <laughs> I, I imagine that's what people do like at the water cooler, if I that's a real thing. I never worked like a real regular job like that, like in an office, um, so nobody is there a water out. cooler? There is water coolers, but nobody talks at them. Like, oh. You talk via instant messenger so you can not well, have to leave your desk. Anytime really? anyone's like, hey, let's do lunch, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm busy. <laughs> or let's do stuff after like no I'm busy but you guys I like hanging out with yeah. you yeah. it's different because <laughs> yeah. there's things in common like I feel in an office you don't always really have things in common because you're just placed yeah. with these people well, and a lot of times when I worked and I'm sure it's the case with you, you there's a big age gap oh yeah because I had admin jobs and office jobs and things like that so when you work in an office and I tell you about Central Florida People who are under 30 don't have office jobs. Generally, they work at, like, retail yeah, or yeah. in the parks or, you know, hospitality. So you're, like, one of maybe three or four people who are under the age of 30 at your office. And I started working here when I was, like, 19. So I was literally, mm-hmm. like, a fetus in the office going yeah. to work with my, like, blazer and all this stuff on. And I'm like, where are all the other young professionals? They're at Valencia taking their yeah. courses and going to Universal afterwards to go to work. So um, it's really hard to have, like... You know, friendships. I will say though, I did meet like my big group of friends at my first job, but it's because they're all hot messes and I love them. And that's why I was up at nine thirty on Friday night because I love them. I'm gonna send this to them like five thousand times. Like, look, I love you, but that's where I met some friends. So I did, and it did work out. But we didn't talk at work. No, never at work. No. Like, I mean, because number one, they all speak Spanish, and I did not know like hardly any Spanish then. So. It was just speaking Spanish so you could talk garbage about everybody else in the office. That's I would like slowly <laughs> understand and I'd like get into it and that's how I learned a lot of my Spanish, just starting to keep up with the Sadly that's like all I understand. <laughs> yeah, like, like the garbage yeah, yeah the garbage talk. Yeah. See, working in Miami that didn't work out because yeah. Yeah. Spanish. Yeah, I, was like, oh, I can't make fun of anyone. <laughs> true, yeah. true. Um, so another important aspect of personal life is local community and online communities. And I feel like, um, you know, a lot of online communities do lean towards businesses. And I know that we're in a few that do that, but then there's other ones that are out there. Like I'm in a running club online that is literally based off of like, we run because we love Harry Potter. Um, so all the money goes to charities that, um, like normally have to do with like the Harry Potter charities that are out there. And, uh, yeah, we just get on every day and, like, share, like, this is how much I ran, which for me it's always, like, okay, I ran this, but by, by run, I mean walked or ran really slowly because I'm not actually, <laughs> like, a runner. Good but, pace. like, I, like, I, because there's, like, an app that, like, logs it and the mm-hmm. charity miles and then it, um, like, donates to charity or whatever. So you have to do it. Like, you can't lie. Not that I would, but I'm just saying. You can't yeah. even if you wanted to. So, but for me, like, I will do, like, a 10K and feel like I'm going to die just so that I can get a Harry Potter medal. So, but it's like, it's this really fun online community that's like super encouraging and just makes you want to log in every day. Do you guys have one like that that's like not business-based? I have a lot. That are not business-based Yeah, I just do, yeah. Okay. But I do a lot of things, so. Yeah. I have a lot of, especially fitness. I'm in like three or four different fitness Online ones, yeah. Online and local. um, Yeah. Some Fit for Mom, that's local, and then um, Black Girls Run. Yes, I'm in that one too. that one, and then, um, Moms Run This Town is another one that I'm in. So those are all my fitness ones. And then there's Geek Girl Brunch, which I'm so excited about and I love. And now we're obsessed and we're, like, talking to each other all the time. And I'm like, oh, I just want all the nerdy things. Um, lots of old groups that I got into in high school. Like, I have friends that we met all online. And now we're kind of, like, traveling now so we can see each other. So I saw a bunch of them in New York. And I'm going to see a lot of them coming to Disney. Like, I have friends coming in November and other friends coming in April. And, um just going to visit those people so when I meet them they're like oh where did you meet those friends the internet um so yeah just lots of things like that so those are 
that's easy for me not to do but because I don't I feel like business is so segmented for me, so I don't talk. You guys are, like, yeah. probably the most I talk about about this portion of business. If it's development, then it's, like, Orlando Tech Association stuff, and that's local, and that's kind of segmented in that. So I just compartmentalize yeah. really well. <laughs> like, I have, like, that big social group, but then it's all, like, in small little fractions in my life. So I, like I feel that. like the inside of your brain is just, like, a big... Excel. Yeah, somebody like, told like me a, that Saturday. Yeah. She was like, oh, because I posted a picture. She's like, oh, did you go somewhere last night? I was like, yeah. She's like, you have a lot of friends. I was like, it's not that I have a lot of friends. I just have a lot of different groups. Yeah. I like to com- mm. compartmentalize But you things. do have a lot of friends, though. That's probably You're really true. true. <laughs> That's probably true. I have, like, five. And, I'm good. <laughs> and two of them are right here. <laughs> she has three other friends, and one of them's me. any online groups i was gonna say i i could definitely see you being like no <laughs> not really like, you like I, didn't know disney people I, though i, I yeah. do know a lot of and random disney people. people uh yeah those are like the two things that aren't even though like conventions is kind of business related but still like we've made a lot of friends through mm-hmm. that community um nick is more involved in like they have a facebook group for like yeah. all the artists at conventions so he's obviously like always giving advice and being nice <laughs> well, i'm just like <laughs> nice looking people. over his shoulder i'm like oh okay cool but, um, yeah, we've met a lot of people through there. Uh, Disney stuff, I worked with a few people on, like, Disney projects. Um, but after we worked together, like, you know, we just kind of, like, were friends. And, like, we'd bump into each other at the parks. Or, like, they let me know, like, hey, this is going on. So I always get, like, little information. Like, oh, what's Disney going people on. are great about that. Yeah, I love that. They always want. They save you time, like, yeah. at the park. Yeah. They, like, want Because they want to create that community. Like, because mm-hmm. I feel the thing is. In the parks here, it's a little bit different versus Disneyland. Disneyland yeah. is more of a local park. Because right. it's smaller. And, yeah. And yeah. it's so big and it's hard We have so many to, visitors. Yeah. But uh, they do a good job in, like, creating it, like, doing events. Um, I couldn't make it to the one, but I think you made it to the Pulse uh, event yeah. that they mm-hmm. did. And that was, like, I know, like, the main girl, Corinne, is the one that did the event. And now she's doing another one for, like, the parade that's going to end the ma- the magical yeah the mm-hmm. main street electrical parade so that's like, like i think october like 9th that is the last yeah I think so. yeah i have that's that funny. in my calendar i'm very sad about it well <laughs> i know all these things they worked at disney so i have a lot of like co-workers and friends from disney but i like don't care enough and another <laughs> yeah you really are not a theme park no. person i don't no i like theme parks i don't like the people i've told you that. like i like disney i just hate everyone that goes but, but you don't like Disney enough to go, like, weekly, right? I would go weekly. Really? I, yeah. So get a pass and come with us. I would go. I don't have a problem with going. I just don't. I don't like the We're just waiting. There. Yeah, you just yeah, I don't like the people either, Gosh. but you just kind of, like, you learn what spots are, like, a little emptier where you can hang out. Because like, if I turn around, <laughs> I'm like, I'm turning around. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm just going to go to another That's park. the nice thing I'm I think about like having a pass is that, yeah. Well, you, yeah, like you can do that. I can't and tell you, like, I've literally, like, sat with a friend on a Monday morning. We went to the park as soon as it I opened. Would only go and then, Monday. like, <laughs> we were eating ice cream sitting, like, in front of the castle at, like, 9.30 in the morning. It was great. I like it. Friendships. Yeah. And you held pinkies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, another aspect of your personal life that's super important um, is your hobbies and personal interests. Making sure that you have them that are outside of work. And obviously, like... Some of our hobbies and personal interests are, like, for me, photography, it's like, that is a part of my job. But I think that there should be things that you're not getting paid for, you're not trying to get paid for, that you're doing and you're enjoying. 
for me, obviously one of those is like working out because no one is going to ever pay me to be a trainer or anything like that. So it's just something that I do because I enjoy it. Nobody, no one cares. No one wants to hear about it, but I like it. I enjoy it. I like to hear about it. Yeah, I don't even know if I'm good at it, like, a lot of, because I try, like, like, that's what I like about, like, physical stuff is, like, no one is, like, expecting me to be good at it. Like, I was, like, a choir nerd in school. I was, like, not an athlete. So, like, if I paddleboard and fall over, nobody's, like, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. It's just kind of, like, if I don't fall over, everyone's, like, yay, you didn't fall over. Like, good job. Like, you know, nobody expects that from me. And then reading is, like. Yeah. That is bay for me. Reading is bay. Okay? <laughs> like I just, I like I just could read all day, every day. Like if somebody, like I know a lot of people are like, oh, like I'd have to have a job to challenge me, blah blah. To be honest, if like any any other thing, yeah, I need a job. Like I love what I do. But if I could just read all day, every day, and that could be my job, I would do it. Like I would have no problems. Give me job. a chai in the morning. Give me a book. <laughs> I'll knock out a book every day. Sounds fantastic. <laughs> So, reading is probably, like, my favorite hobby. Like, post-menopause, you're going to be a book blogger. Okay. Yeah. You, book you should totally be a book yeah. blogger. The thing is about being, being, being like, like, so I do, like, do book reviews on the blog, which is, like, fun. But I don't know what to do if I read a book that I don't like, which I told you about. Because, like, yeah. you guys know that there's a book that's, like, really well uh, known yes. that I didn't like it. I can say the name. No, no, <laughs> don't say it. <laughs> But, like, like so we were talking about, do you know, reviewing some business books on the podcast, and I was telling her, I'm like, I didn't like this book, but I don't want to say it, because it's mean. Because writing a book is so hard. So every time that I read a book that I don't really enjoy, if I'm going to give it, like, two stars... I just don't review it. And that's probably why I could never oh my goodness. do that. I'll give you two stars in a heartbeat. Like, I'll tell you. Like, or I'll stop reading the book halfway through because I'm like, oh, this is, you know, I don't want to tell anybody that, like, <laughs> that I didn't enjoy it. Like, I just, you know. I mean, I it's know. fine. As long there's a way, I guess, to do it. Just don't be rude about it. Yeah, you like, can be well, like, just, hey, was it wasn't my cup of tea. Yeah. <sighs> but writing is so hard. I just feel bad about it. <laughs> I know. I'm going to send you a link to like an author rant that she okay. made on Oprah. So <laughs> you'll feel differently about that. Tell me your fun hobbies <laughs> and personal interests. Fun hobbies? Uh, well, I know you write as well. I write a uh, workout a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad right now. I'm like, don't my elbows, my knuckles, like everything is scraped up and like Ouch. beat up. I look like a beat up CrossFit person. I'm like, who do you work out with? Moms. <laughs> moms. <laughs> moms. Moms are moms, tough. Moms who like CrossFit, that's the problem. Um, yeah, working out is such a big part of my life right now. And I mean, it's, it's lots of different aspects like running and then just doing like kind of like hit workouts and then yoga. So that's such a like big thing. Reading is my jam when I get time to do it. I don't have time because I choose sleep sometimes. <laughs> the three hours I, um, I get sleep, I'm like, I hey, could read or you could go to bed. But I, I love reading and um, like drawing and art and stuff like that. And um, my like dream, like dream goal night right now is I need a studio to do charcoals. Like, my hands are getting antsy. That would be so Because I haven't done those in so long. And so now I'm like, I just want to take everything out of my office. (laughs) Like, throw my iMac away. And I'm like, I'm just going to be an artist now. Forget making money. I'll just be homeless. Make me one, please. (laughs) That's what I'm ready to do. So that's, like, where my hands are itching right now. So if we ever buy a house, it has to have another room so I can make it an art studio. I like that idea. I like that idea. It's nice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What do you like to do, Melissa? 
I like to bake, even though I don't bake as much as I used to. Oh my god, and she's so good that's at why, it, That's guys. why we're losing weight. <laughs> Literally, like, like, honestly, and I'm not kidding at all, even though this sounds so funny, like, the fact that Melissa Bakes is literally how I became friends with her. <laughs> because I saw her blog, like, we were, like, liking each other's stuff on Instagram or whatever, and then I saw her blog, and I was like, oh my god, all this looks so good, and then John, like, came up behind me, and he's like, what is that? And I'm like, yeah, he literally was like, please be friends with her, <laughs> and, like, now we're actually, she's one of my best friends, so yeah. <laughs> but you're, like, you're good at, like, like, I think a lot of people are like, oh, I like baking, but, no, like, but you're, you're really good at, good at baking, like, you can make, like, all sorts of things that are only in, like, specialty bakeries. I'm, I'm alright at it, I just, <laughs> you can make cream brulee, like, and it's the best. Uh, but that's easy, like, <laughs> Nobody can make those. Yeah, it's not a little easy. harder, but it's just time consuming. It's not that it's hard; it just takes time, and that's really where I why don't I don't bake have as much that time. <laughs> or like, it's gonna be ugly. Like mine's probably gonna look like an eyeball. Like you yeah. know, like messed up. Ugh. I used to bake more when I had time, like before I started working for myself, because. I mean, I usually would not really enjoy my jobs. There weren't very creative jobs, so that's why I used to bake a lot more before. And plus, I could take it to the office, and most of the people would be okay. Because, you know, it's a big office, so it would go around. But once yeah. I started working for myself, I'm like, I have five friends. Like, who am I? They're going to hate me after a while. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my gosh. I'm going to link to your cookie challenge that you did. Yes. So everybody can go and look at all the recipes and look at how good her cookies looked. It's like one of the first things I did when I like found your site. I looked at your cookies. Yeah, and I was like, how? I, I <laughs> yeah. enjoyed that, and I kind of want to do something like that again. But it's like I said, it's definitely. Very can you just do like at least a Christmas one, like a different like five days of Christmas cookies? <laughs> <laughs> As if she has time. I was gonna no say times. one one different type like, a week, but you just days. took it to twenty five different I was like twenty five whole days. I was thinking like a different Not type of cookie days, every yeah. week, I, maybe. I maybe do twelve days. Okay, like twelve days yay. cookies or like different little desserts oh. and stuff. I'm literally just gonna like every day like 8 a.m knock on the door like where are my cookies at I it up since 5 45 it's fine oh my goodness uh, I, I like that. the idea I'll probably try doing that because I mean I love to bake but I just like I, I said I don't make the time you one day in December oh, I'd do it with fun. you I'm very mean in the kitchen it's okay I'm okay with being yelled at David yells at me too oh. while he's baking David's also a baker at like Melissa like and he strictly bakes only and so he made guava cheese Turnovers, and they didn't make it to your house because somebody, my best friend, <laughs> ate them all. <laughs> she will be named and remain anonymous. So her and her husband got a huge bunch of them, so his next batch will make it to your home. But yeah, David's a really good. big baker. So speaking it. of all of the cookies that we're gonna eat in December, <laughs> let's transition to a, like a, the most important part of your personal life, which is your health. Um, yeah, so I mean, cookies. I like how we went from cookies to health. To health, yeah. Um, I think that, that this is like where entrepreneurs like lack the most. And obviously oh, that's why we had like Lordson on to kind of talk about, you know, that sort of stuff. And we have another guest speaker coming up to talk about like wellness. But I just feel like entrepreneurs just have a hard time getting it through their head that like, right. if you are not healthy, you can't run your business. And health is number one, period. Yeah. Like to me, yeah. like health is like above everything, even reading and cookies. <laughs> like actually like it's like tied with Harry it's Potter close. it's tied with Harry Potter but it's like it's they're right there neck and neck you know what I'm saying oh and goodness. you know that that means it's serious for me 
Like, health is serious. You, you have to be alive to enjoy Harry Potter, so... Exactly! Yeah. Like, they're almost very similar, in a sense. You know what I mean? Exactly the same. Exactly the same. Totally the same thing. Um, yeah, so I mean, like, I feel like both of us are working out as much as yeah. possible. It's you're, you're beating me, but I mean... Physical health. It's mental. also mental health. I feel like yeah. that's the biggest issue right now in a lot of um, creative communities. I know Black Creatives is doing a really good job of talking about why mental health is so important, especially for creatives, because we are in our heads all mm-hmm. the time, and we criticize ourselves all the time, and it comes to the point where it can be destructive if we don't have outlets and creative outlets outside of our jobs, um, so make working on your mental health. I know a lot of people do journaling, and I know bullet journaling is a really big thing right now, and I feel like journaling actually is a really good way for people to kind of keep their health in check because not only does it allow them to like write down their progress and see where they've been mentally what triggers them because if you, especially when you're starting a business you don't know what may trigger a meltdown <laughs> and you yeah if you own a business you will have a meltdown like it Multiple. just will happen <laughs> and it could be like something very like you could be having a good day you get up early you may have your coffee and you're fine and then you get an email and for me, it's when somebody accuses me of something I don't do, and I just, like, I see red. Like, it's not even, like, I'm sad. I just, like, I'm, like, I'm going to go to that person, and I'm going to, like, slash her tires, and I'm going like, to, like, murder them, because I hate them. <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> Damn, I'm hoping, I don't want to send you these emails. I'm like, oh, my God. Don't accuse me of something I haven't, and that's just a really, like, garbage client, or so somebody that just miscommunicates, or they, they're looking to blame yeah. you for why something is delayed or whatever, and they're just like, well, if you didn't do this and that, and I'm like, that person that goes back and forth all the emails with the conversations, I'm that passive, petty person. Yeah. Like, no, I did not. <laughs> like, I get so angry, so that's definitely my trigger, but to get away from that, I usually, now now that I know that's my trigger, if I get an email like that, I give it to David, like, I'm like, through the phone, and I, like, take a walk, because I have to leave. Like, I have to leave and walk away and, like, de-stress and de-escalate myself, because I will escalate up to 10 really quick when I'm I'm light on. Don't there's, <laughs> there's like an app called Pacifica and um, it's really fantastic for kind of like mental health, physical health, all of that. And it has you like check in a lot and say like, this is my mood yeah. and you know, this is what I did today. And, and it's it's not like, because I feel like some people are like, okay, I just, they're, they're not journal people. They don't right. want to write it down or they just feel like they don't have the time, whatever. I get it. So this is like a really quick way. It kind of has like prompts. So you would just put in like, felt good today and then you could jot down like a quick note like it was a good day you know it was crappy or whatever whatever it is um so that you don't have to like stress out and like write a whole whatever um so I feel like if anybody is interested but they're not so sure they want to do like a bullet journal or full-on yeah nap is like easy yeah it's just it's it's a quick and I started using it even though I do write down like it's I'm like really weird about writing stuff down I think maybe I have like a writing down problem because I'm like I have three journals but then I also feel the need to like track stuff on my phone as well yeah so I'm Maybe like, because you think your journal's going to get lost and then it's always in the cloud. Yeah, like, like I think that, like, for me, it's, like, depending on, like, where I am. Yeah. So, like, this one I carry, like, in my purse with me everywhere, and so I can jot stuff down, but then I have one that's, like, more in-depth, then it's, like, right. longer, and I go with each little part of the day, and then, like, the app just kind of helps me look at everything as a whole really quickly. Right. So, um, it, yeah, it's, I think it's really good to just kind of, like, keep keep your mental health in check and see how you're feeling from day to day and what things are working and what isn't um, because it definitely is pushed under the rug by a lot of entrepreneurs who are just kind of concerned with either the bottom line or your to-do list but not like a to-do list that includes anything besides business you know true what about you how are you making all those healthy strides um I hate to work out but <laughs> do I do it, it. you do it 
you don't really have an option. Especially, like, I sit all day. But you have cute workout clothes. So, yes, I do. That's kind of my motivation. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when you bought, like, all new workout clothes, and you are like, yes, I'm going to be looking like Captain America. I feel like so. I'm Captain America when I'm working out, and I run for, like, a mile, and then I'm like, I'm done for the day, we're good. Um, we don't, I don't always go to the gym. I try to, like, go twice or three yeah. times a week. I'm not as intense as you guys. But we do go for walks, like, after Nick gets out of work, we'll go for a walk. Um, I definitely have gotten better about standing up. I have now, like, a little makeshift standing desk. Yeah. basically a crate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I put my yeah, laptop on, mm-hmm. but I stand for a while. Um, just because, like, I, I sit all day, and you forget. Sometimes you get so into something that and you're, you're, like, like two oh, hours later, right? I'm, like, why? You haven't moved. Like, cramped yeah. from sitting down so long, like, this is not healthy. So I've gotten better standing up more. I also stretch a lot more. Um, so, you know, and you also try- make all of your like food at home just about, yeah. yeah, you're really good at that. We've gotten a lot better about it for the last couple months, uh, just cause it saves so much money as well. Mm-hmm. It's also cause it's healthy, but it's one of those things. And I'm very lucky that Nick comes home for lunch. So that helps me actually eat lunch. Cause a couple <laughs> days, once in a while he doesn't come home for lunch cause he's out running, you know, running errands or whatever. And and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm just going to eat some cheese and crackers for lunch. And yeah. I literally eat six, like, six crackers and a slice of cheese. Like, that's not yeah. good. But he comes home for lunch most of the time, so that's good. Because then, like, I'll have a salad or whatever I, like, made. Right. And I always do my best to, like, especially for lunch, I'm always like, okay, there's going to be veggies and or a salad, something very healthy or as healthy as it can get. Um, so it helps for both of us because we both like pizza. And yes. <laughs> Dot pizza. We would just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we would just eat pizza all day, so... Um, that forces me to like to have, and I also just have them like food ready for a couple days because as I don't like to cook, if I make like enough, you know, green beans for like two, three days, <laughs> I gotta eat them because they're yeah. gonna go bad. So, and I'm not spending money. Yeah, you're money. like, I'm not wasting money. <laughs> I worked hard for this money. So yeah, meal I, prepping mm-hmm. is amazing. It's, I'm like the complete opposite. I hate meal prepping, but I love to cook. Well, but I when I say meal prepping is amazing, I mean it's really great when I sit on the couch <laughs> and read a book while John meal prep. <laughs> That yes. is really truly yeah. fantastic. Well, we don't do like the intense meal prep no. that you see, like on Instagram. Everybody on Sunday cooking. No, usually it's like Monday. I'm like, that's kind of what I he does. Food and well, my thing is, I don't. I know that, like there's ways to do it and like refrigerate or whatever. But I'm like, he only makes food for like a few days in advance because if not, I feel like it's gonna go bad. I, I don't know. Like yeah. I like I feel like it's not gonna like if he makes all the meals on Sunday and on Saturday, I'm like, but the time you fresh. get to Friday, dude. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. even like sometimes Wednesday or Thursday, depending on like what you made. Yeah, exactly. um, I think about so. like rice. Like rice to me would not last very well. Well, and I'm Friday. like I'm really weird about like I read a lot of stuff on the internet, and you don't know what's true or what's not. But I've heard a lot of weird stuff about like if you reheat rice too many times yeah, or whatever. Like, yeah. So I'm like I'm really weird yeah. about that stuff. So and like certain <laughs> things, I'm like we can't reheat this in the microwave. This has to be like recooked and in the oven. so he just he does like a few days ahead of time because he's like I can't deal with you because uh, <laughs> you when you're not cooking like people are like oh I don't like to repeat meals or I don't want to heat this I'm like no I'm cooking we're reheating no, <laughs> well the thing though is that's the catcher is that I can actually cook so if John were to be like well, this is a lot of rules, and I'd be like, "Fine, I'll just cook." But John loves to cook. He so doesn't. Nice he too. doesn't want me. <laughs> he's such a he doesn't want me to talk because he loves no. it. No, he won't say no. And I mean, he's. I mean, he's the same way. Like if I tell him, like, th- mm. like he's weird about food as well. So yeah. if I tell him, like, "Oh, this is gonna grow strange bacteria after three days," he's gonna be like, "Yeah, let's not mess with that." I feel like immune so. system gets a boost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Enjoy that bacteria. I do. 
leftovers, but I, I'm a seasonal eater, so I get weird about eating things more than once. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I will totally eat it. Trust me, if I make it, I'll be yeah. eating it, like, until the bones, like, it's a mold growing <laughs> on it. I'm like, oh, that's questionable. Like, I can eat it. I love that we're, like, telling people about, these <laughs> are things you can do to be healthy. Healthier. Eat some mold. Eat some- <laughs> Cheese is mold. Cheese is mold. <laughs> that is true. Um, so it going in with health is also self-love and self-improvement and kind of how we were talking about like mental health. I think that those all go together. Um, and I just, you can constantly be improving yourself and it doesn't just have to be for your business. I think that when we, when we hear self-improvement, I think now we also kind of think of like business books E-books. and yeah, like yeah. things E-courses. like that. All and E-courses. I'm like, <laughs> you can also improve as a person, like a in nice your personal life, like human. you can be a better friend, you can be a better wife or husband or partner. Um, you know, you can be a better like like sister or child to your parent or whatever it is um there's always like that room to keep growing and keep improving and i feel like people are all about that when it comes to business it's like yeah let's let's grow like we want more money than we made right. last year we want more clients than we had the year before but we should also be aiming to like have that self-improvement in our personal lives i think yeah that's true i think um being a good person apparently is not high priority on a lot of people's lists. Um, like we should make that a priority. And also, um, you know, yoga practice mantras get you through the day. So if you're not into the practice of repeating mantras, I feel like just try it one week, see how it goes. And I feel like your self love and your self like care will improve. You'll be like, Oh, I am a good person. And you can just write different ones. That's what I like to do. I like to send my friends. I'm totally a mantra service, so I just send my friends mantras. Um, when they, they're going through stuff and they need something, they need something to, like, self-reflect, especially ones that are starting businesses, because I know how hard that is. Like, if you've never owned a business, it's like, what are all? I got taxes. I got liability insurance, like, depending on what you're doing, and that just gets so frustrating. So I like to be that person that's like, hey, repeat these things today, and then tell me how you feel tomorrow. And usually I get text back. That was a good idea. Thank you. So that's my self-love tip is write your mantras. Repeat your mantras. Keep your chakras aligned. I'm going to get real, like, hippie right now. <laughs> I, I, like, you actually gave us both a print that um, says, you got this. And it's, like, it's so simple, but it's so, like, needed. Um, and, yeah, I mean, just be, being able to, like, look at that and just, it's simple, it's to the point, and it just helps. <laughs> like, it's... It, I don't have... Oh, wait, yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, that, I mean, that's... And, and for me, like, throughout the day, when I'm working and even when I'm not, like... Like, I feel like with fitness, it's like sometimes I need to remember, like, you got this. Like, if you if you run the extra half mile, yep. you actually won't die. Mm-hmm. Because that's, I, like, inside I feel like oh, I'm dying. that's this what's going to happen. It's yeah. yeah. <laughs> so sometimes I need that reminder to keep, like, pushing forward. Um, and I, I think that I'm better at pushing forward in business than in my personal life. Like, I have no problem admitting that. Like, when it comes to business, it's like, for some reason, I get it together and get it done. And then when it comes to personal life, it's like, I'll have goals and it's, it's so much harder for me to like get them done. I don't know. Like it's, and again, like you said, like sometimes it's just not a priority for people. And I think that that's what happens to me. It's like, I, I do when it comes to my personal life and my, my own personal goals, I will prioritize work un, un, unfortunately over personal stuff sometimes. And that's something that I've been working on a lot this year that every time I open my, you know, agenda to write down what I need to do, it's not just like work related, right. you know, everything. So one of my things is like reading 80 books this year, which I'm very behind on. Um, (laughs) 
But I think I'm gonna pull through. Oh, I have faith in myself. Yeah, yeah. we're we're thinking about, <laughs> we're gonna take a reading vacation. We've been talking about that idea of just like going somewhere for a few days and just like reading, like not going because every time we go somewhere, like I'm tired by the time we get back because John and I like are history nerds, so we just want to like explore all the history and, and yeah, all that sort of stuff. Eating all the food. Yeah, and we're and we're foodies, so <laughs> there's that too. Um, and then of, of course I need to take a photo of literally everything in the whole like city that we're visiting. So it's like we just are tired when we come back so I'm like what if we just went somewhere that actually isn't that great like, you know what I'm saying? Like, somewhere it's like maybe... It's so funny that you said that, and I thought of, like, eight different places. I'm like, I got you. <laughs> Give me a list, yeah. <laughs> but, like, we go to places that are, like, not really that great, and then we just kind of, like, relax yeah. and read. Places that are more for relaxation. They don't have a lot of scenery yeah. and things to do. It's just yeah. for, yeah. like, literally to go and sit and plant yourself. Yeah, and just, like, being able to, like, take the time to, like, not run around, not work, and still feel like it is okay for me to do this. I am allowed. I feel like that's going to be, like... Mm-hmm the ultimate self-improvement thing for me. That's hard. It is. <laughs> You're like, that is a challenge. <laughs> what are you, what are you working on in the self-improvement department? Um, I'm trying to be nicer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, well, I don't think I'm a That was shaped like a question. <laughs> nicer? <laughs> mean like you're not mean like I'm definitely meaner than everyone in this room like don't get me wrong like I will definitely tell like so you're not mean but I think you're trying to like apply your thought process of being kinder before yes I'm trying um because Nick is just such a nice guy and he'll get out of the way he's the nice guy trademark like that's him we're in the middle of a conversation he sees somebody struggling that's not even like they're fine they're just kind of like trying to open a door she's like they don't need help at all and then he helps them remember that there's like different ways to be nice and Nick is very very friendly and I feel like he has no problem walking up to anyone and just being like hey how you doing like whatever just because you are Mm -hmm. introverted and like you might not feel comfortable doing that particular act of kindness there's other things that you can do where you can still be a good person but yeah Yeah. like you like I like it's totally fine if you don't feel like you can walk up to obviously if someone is like really needs you walk up to them. Well, but yeah. if, if you if that's not your thing, <laughs> like and it's yeah, if that's not your thing, it's yeah. like there's so many other because I I think you're one of the nicest people that I know and I know a lot of people. Um, so I think that there's a lot that you do that isn't necessarily the same things that Nick does. Maybe they're not as obvious, but they're I want just you to as do, nice. Like Disney drops and like write little cards of nice things. To I people. love that idea. Oh, I want you to do that because I feel like that works with you and nobody has to see you. And oh, that's great. so perfect. I want you to do that. That makes me happy. Oh, yeah, yes, seriously. So like, yes, I've been in line yeah. at high. Like, kid is crying. You just paid three thousand dollars to get here. <laughs> also, like, I just want to say, like, I feel like my husband is nice, but like, Nick is probably the nicest person in the world. So is. I just think that he's it's like, literally the it's nicest not, person. It's in the not world. that you're not nice. Like, you shouldn't think that. It's just that like you have to be next to that guy, yeah, and that's he just like, look bad. I mean, he makes all of us look bad when we hang out. Like when we're on your front porch, and he just leaves, and like. 
talks to his neighbors for like six hours. Yeah, like we look around and we're like, where is he? And it's like, oh, he's like out like making friends, just making like, and just by association, like we're sitting there, we just look unfriendly. But it's not that we're not, it's just that we're next to Nick. Hotties. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, it's just, it's just because of him. Yeah. But you are nice. It's definitely like one of his traits that I love, even though sometimes I'm like, seriously, like, we gotta right. do things, and you have to, like, stop, you know, whatever we're doing, and he's, like, trying to help people, and sometimes he does things, like, he'll, like, I'm, like, don't, don't, when somebody approaches you at a gas station, like, that's kind of weird, but he'll still help people out like that, yeah. Yeah. and, like, just try to be safe, so I'm trying to get him out of, like, you know, put your safety Balance first, each other out. Yeah. but, yeah. um, I feel like, I'm, like, I want to do more things like that, just kind of random, and, yeah. Just little things like I've been trying to do that, even if I don't feel comfortable with it. In the sense of like, because I, I don't really like just going up to somebody and talking to them. But if I see like there's a situation, I try to help out a little bit. I do so, feel like you two are like on one of the nicest couples that I know. <laughs> You're just nice in different ways, you know. He just makes me look bad. Nick is <laughs> nice in a way that just ruins it for everyone. Thanks a lot, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've kind of talked about personal life, family and friends, local community and online communities, your hobbies, your personal interests, your health, self-love, and self-improvement. Those are the things that you need to be focused on in your personal life. There is separation between personal and business. Now we're going to kind of get into some of the things that are business and are just business. They don't have anything to do necessarily with your personal life. Um, If they're not going 100%, it is not the end of the world because they are just business. They are not your whole self and being. So number one is your business brand. And for someone like me, like my brand and myself, like they're aligned because I am the face of my, like my brand, but I have to keep in my headspace that it's like, that's a brand. It's literally not like my actual self. Um, and somebody that knows me from online, like, yeah, they're going to know things about me, but if they have like a negative opinion on something, it's like, if they don't actually know me, like they haven't met me as a person, they're just seeing a small part of my life. You know what I mean? So I think that that's important for people to remember, especially because I know a lot of like new business owners are afraid to put themselves out there, even though they have a business that makes sense for them to be the face of their brand. Um, but they're just like afraid because they see what, you know, any public figure basically goes through. (laughs) Yeah. At this point. I mean, we were just talking about this, I think before we came on that, um, my brother and I have both had people be like, I'm going to murder you. And I hate you, um, on the internet. Um, which is, I know it's like, and it's like, it's, you know, the first time that it happened, it happened first to him. And I was like terrified, which I mean, like in a sense, like I'm still scared now, but like you just, it's one of those things like you just kind of like get used to it. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I can see why, why people wouldn't want to be more prevalent and more, you know, just like out and about. And that's, I, after seeing a lot of what he's gone through with equal and forever, it's like, I've scaled back as far as like how visible I am in that brand, because I'm just like, I really, it's just very tiring to have people tell you that they want to kill it. (laughs) Cause then you like have to think about everything you're doing and everything you're posting. You're like, are these, cause People are crazy. Um, so, I mean, but for the most part, people will just say negative things and it, it hurts. Most of the time, they're not actually going to come hurt you. Um, but what they're saying just hurts your feelings. And I think that that's why a lot of people, I mean, even people who, like, I know, I can't think of, I want to say her screen name is Honor Your Curves on Instagram. And she'll post, like, pictures of her. She's, like, curvy, gorgeous, like, just insanely beautiful. And she'll, like, post a picture of herself and people will say negative things about like her weight and her body and stuff like that. And I'm just like, really? Like why? Like what, what is they got nothing else to do? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that that's just something that people need to remember. It's like your brand is your brand and you can be yeah. a part of that brand, but you are not Turn literally. Yeah. There has to be that separation. 
Definitely. I'm not... I don't like these words. I'm like, <laughs> I don't feel like I'm, I'm much of a like influencer and a brand and whatever I am, but I'm not. I, I think you are, especially am, in your paper shop and especially with your in blog. In my paper shop and my blog, I feel like I am, but I almost don't pay attention to it enough. So the people who are paying attention, I feel sorry for them because I'm like, I'm just living life. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like, that's just my business. It's so My heart right now is so focused on sevenality and rebranding it and doing so much stuff that it's kind of taking a back seat. But I don't. It's so different for me, whereas, like, I, I'm not very vocal. Like, I don't do Instagram stories. I don't care. You, don't, you should not care what I'm doing. You don't like, have Snapchat. I'm not do, I don't have Snapchat. I don't have these, these behind-the-scenes kind of look, unless it's, like, business-related. So if it's 7-Alley-related, I'll do one. If it's Heart and Hustle-related, I'll do one. David's, I feel like he's much more different. Like, he totally is making He's out there. Like, he's out there. He's, I don't know what he's doing. I'm like, I'll get on. I'm like, when did you do this? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> like, why are you doing? And he's like, that's what I got to do. And I'm like, okay, that's you. That's your life. I'm more like, I feel like a good representation of, like, if you were to put me in a bubble of someone that has their brand, I feel like Anna Bond, she's out there, but not. Like, yeah. You don't know. You know she's renovating her house and she has a, a sun-named floor. But you don't know anything else about this <laughs> yeah. lady. Like, absolutely nothing. And she picks and chooses what she wants you to show. And that's how I am, because especially now that I have a kid, even before that, like, it was worse before, and then now I'm kind of, like, a little bit better. But I'm really selective about what I pick and choose for you to see. And if you want to know me beyond that, then you, like, we'll hang out. Yeah. Like, I'm traveling, we'll hang out, we'll talk, we'll chat, we'll eat pizza. I probably won't Instagram it, but we'll do it. So that's kind of where my life is right now um, for me. We're both just, like, staring Hi, at you. I started staring. I got awkward. Because we're, we're creepy. I'm sorry. Um... Well, with my brand, I try to incorporate a bit of, like, personal life. Like, I definitely Instagram, like, you know, things from Disney. I never post anything when we're somewhere at that moment. Yeah. It just feels weird to me. That's so weird. It's not, for me, it's not necessary. Maybe it feels like, like, if I had a personal Instagram account, maybe I would do that. But, I mean, I have a personal Facebook thing, and I never use it. So, (laughs) (laughs) I call it a thing. I don't even, because I don't even, like, I don't know the last time. I think I just shared something like, then Nick shared his thing. Yeah. That's it, you know? But I don't really use it. Um, I like social media for my business, and I have fun with it. I feel some people kind of box themselves in a little bit, which is fine. Like, I understand there's different, um, just different ways you run things, and I try to, like, open it up so that it's still, like, I talk about my business a little bit. I talk about a little bit of, like, what I do outside, yeah. but that's just, like, a little snapshot, and most of those photos all those photos actually are staged, obviously, because my desk never looks like that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm here, like, you know, You're working like, on, like, eh. this cute little to-do list, which I just make it very pretty because it's going to be in a photo, but then, like, there's just, like, little yeah. random, like, <laughs> notes and sketches and, like, little, like, doodles all over it. But, um, and I don't really Snapchat because I'm, I'm not that interesting. You do sometimes. I do a little bit, but there's not too much going on. You know, I, I that one is... is kind of a little bit more personal in the sense like yeah I just have like friends who follow same but yeah, for the I most don't, part. yeah I don't really have random people on there which is fine I kind of like that because that I mean Snapchat it is at that moment so if I do share something I'd rather yeah. like you know if I'm at the park or if I'm not home I don't want everybody that's like the big <laughs> difference for me between like Instagram stories and Snapchat is that Instagram mm-hmm. stories for me is my brand yeah. whereas Snapchat for me is more personal because it's people that I know following me mm-hmm. so like I feel like I can be yeah, like thousands of strangers yeah and like i have like i don't even know if you can have like a like a private 
Snapchat. I haven't even like investigated that because I just don't didn't care. Um, but if somebody new follows me, I just like go check and see like who they are. And most of the time, it's like either a somebody I know in real life or b like someone who I've known on the internet for like long enough that I feel okay right. yeah. with them being you know following me on Snapchat. I mean, I don't put anything that's gonna like still be like real like identifying, but it's like yeah. you will know. Like that's I feel like the social media service that I'm like this isn't my brand. This is just yeah. straight up me. Um, <laughs> and if you don't like me on Snapchat, then my feelings would probably be more hurt, but whatever, whatever. <laughs> so another part that's just straight up business and does not need to, you don't need to feel bad about in your personal life is your net worth. Um, obviously it goes without saying that we need to pay the bills and obviously that does affect our personal life, being able to pay rent and stuff like that. But I'm just saying like, assuming that we're all in a position where Mm -hmm. we're at least being able to pay our bills with either our business or with our business and a side job or whatever. Um, I feel like people need to stop being like, and last month I made 500 million bazillion dollars and so I'm better than you because why is that everywhere all over the internet? And I just made a billion dollars and that's what you're going to deal with because I'm going to write I should like write (laughs) an income report pretending to be Scrooge McDuck. Please do it! Oh my gosh! I think we just ran into a DuckTales movie and like at one point he's like I'm a quazillionaire and David and I just bust out laughing and I totally should do that. Please do that. I think Uh, that that would be amazing because I just feel like I see that all the time and I'm just like I, that doesn't make you any more yeah, valuable I don't than care. anyone else. And in fact, most of the time, it's such a turnoff. It's so, for some people, I get it because I get like single moms or mom. Like I, because I know some people are single moms who are like, "This is how I built my business, and I want you to know that you can do it too." Yeah, that's different than hi, I'm a blogger. I wear a size double zero. I have a Eames chair, and I made two hundred thousand dollars last month because somebody bought my e-course where I showed you how to make Instagram pictures. Like that's. I don't care. It doesn't make you any more valuable. It doesn't make you any more knowledgeable. There are people who are very extremely intelligent people who have, you know, a breadth of resource of knowledge and they don't even have an Instagram. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make you any better. Well, and I think about, like, expert. I think of, like, you know, the top, like, 10, 10, like, bloggers who've been in the game, like, for years and years who we would all know if I said their names. None of them do that. No, No. You know what I mean? It's like anyone that's been doing it for like a long time that's extremely respected in their field and all that is just not doing it. And like, I, there are, I will say there's some bloggers that I do enjoy their blog, you know, for the most part and they do it and I'm not trying to hate on them, but I'm just like, we need to make it beyond being about just like your, Um, your net worth. It's just kind of. It's a mess. I, I generally don't care. It just means you're in a higher tax bracket, which means Uncle Sam is stalking you right now. <laughs> yeah. Seeking, he's checking your SEO, and he's like, I see these six figures every month. I need to see them in my pocket. <laughs> so I'm not jealous of that. I'm not envious of that. I make the amount of money I need to make so I can pay for childcare, new tires on my car, <laughs> and, like, bills. Oh, like, <laughs> bills and, like, the internet. That's, like, what I need to pay for. I mean, those always bother me just because everybody has a different situation. Right. Yeah. And- just the fact of where you live makes a big difference in your income because... If you live in California New York City, you're automatically making more money. Yeah. yeah. And if you're not, then you should move. Like, <laughs> but it's just like, I don't find it necessary to have to share those numbers. Especially, like, even, I know, like, some creatives do it as well, not only just bloggers, but everybody has a different way they run their business. Everybody has a different situation. And maybe one person is making $100,000, which is great, and I'm jealous, but... <laughs> But there's some other people who don't make that much money, but it doesn't mean they're not successful. And unfortunately, a lot of times we kind of like, even if we don't want to be like, oh no, I'm, I'm successful because I can pay my rent, I can pay my mortgage or whatever. But when you start seeing other numbers, like the comparison 
game starts. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just instead of helping others, you're kind of making it harder for others because yeah. you're kind of like frustrated. Because then you get in the cycle of like, people why think can't I, I make need that to money? make that amount of money. And it's like every person yeah. is different. And I hate these like one one package fits all bloggers, one package fits all designers, one package fits all developers. Like, just because you're successful in the way that you do something, people may just like your face better than my face. People may like you because you yeah. look trustworthy and they're going to buy it. We can sell the same thing and they're going to yeah. buy it from you versus And can we also me. just talk about the fact that it's just, like, really weird in general? Like, I have lots of uncles who are, like, lawyers and that sort of thing, and they don't go on their Facebook and be like, I made $30,000 last month. Like, see how you can do it by going to, you know, UF and getting a degree and then going to work at this law firm. It's like, that's so weird. Like, no other profession do they be, like, every single month, like, here's all – it's just – and I get that, like, there's, like, oh, well, I want to, like, educate people or, like, you know, show them what they can do. But it's, like, if you're trying to do it from a place of – someone hiring you or whatever or you know it's like it comes across differently number one and number two it's like then tell that to the people that actually want to like hire you like it's just kind of it's just an odd thing an odd practice to get into i think the biggest thing that happened with that why that started is because everybody moved away from service-based businesses because there was a whole service-based businesses don't make any money products make money and that's it's just BS, no. obviously, because yeah. I'm still, crazy. still paying my bills. Um, just so you know, when I pay my bills, I got new tires. I'm going to talk about it all day because I pay for these tires. I didn't die today like I thought I would. So um, that that BS happened. So everybody was like, oh, I'm going to get into the business of making products. So I have to make e-courses and e-books. Yeah. And my mailing list needs to have 7 million people on it. And da da da. And I have to pay for a convert kit versus MailChimp. And this is why Squarespace is better because it has a pop-up that looks like woo. And it just... None of that stuff makes any difference. It's just people like your messaging and they feel inspired by it. And that's why those people are helping you. But I feel like if you're so like, I care so much about the people, you would give that same information away for free. Yeah. But they don't. Obviously, like you're, yeah. you're not going to. You don't care about the people. You need to make $999. I know. For a five-page ebook. And it, I did it in Canva, so it's really professional. Um <laughs> We're gonna get angry emails. Not you, not you. It's it's always Angel. It, it, it's it's anyone, always Angel that says something that I'm like, oh, someone's gonna get mad at us. Twitter before you're an idiot. Like, go to my Twitter if you feel like this. Is although I feel like maybe one day if we do get an angry email, although like. Part of me will be sad, but I'll be like, we've made it. You know what I, I mean? Would, like, I I'll would, feel like we've made it. I would embrace it. Like, I just, I hope they're mad at you. They're probably gonna be mad at you because they'll be like, Angelica was so mad about this, and you weren't aggressive enough to like, <laughs> email like that. Like, people are so like, ridiculous. So Ugh. I want to talk about the overlap because there is an overlap in personal and business, but I just think all the all the things that we just talked about, it's important to keep those separate. And I think that the there's three areas where you can actually enjoy the overlap and not worry about it. And that starts with your art, then your passion, then your drive, um, which all kind of are yeah, in the same that's how realm. You, you, know, you make um, a business. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like for me, it's like I, you know, started my business as a photographer and I still to this day bring my camera most places. I brought it to the cat cafe. I was very disappointed when I couldn't take pictures of the cats. I lugged my, my big, beautiful camera all the way out there. Um, but yeah, so it's like that's one of those places that there's that overlap for me. Um, I would also say in a sense that like branding and marketing is kind of overlap for me because I do it for my business 
I do it to help other businesses. And then I also, it's weird, but it's kind of like how I see the world. Yeah. I feel like I'm like Don Draper, but I drink less and like don't have sex with everyone that I see. Um, so yeah, Mad I mean, Men shippers are gonna get mad at you. The Don Draper fans are gonna be like, they know that he does. That. Um, but yeah, I mean, like that's just kind of how I see the world. Um, and I think that that probably comes from all the psychology that I studied in school. Yeah. <laughs> I think that if you, by the way, if you are looking to get into marketing, I think you should study psychology instead. I really do. It's definitely the psychology of people and how to make them buy things. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. I mean, and you have the overlap, like, in, like, how you love to, you know, paint and draw and letter outside of work, but then yeah. you do it for work I as well. I do it for work. I go places and I look at typography like a crazy person. And I love that I um, have design friends who do the same thing, who are so passionate about it, so... I'm not the only crazy person that goes places and takes pictures of letters on signs and I'm like, oh, did you see this? It's so awesome. So that's definitely, um, that's, uh, that's always going to be my passion. Have you been to, um, Lucky Market? Cause I think you would love it because the typography everywhere is Every beautiful. time somebody tells me to go somewhere, I go and then I have to stay there forever. You're going like, to, you're going to need to stay and you're going to need to like move around to get a lot of angles. I was trying to get like one sign for you and I couldn't get it. Um, but you're going to be in there and you're just going to be like, I love this sign and I love this sign. I love this sign. Yeah. But you can also grocery shop at the same time. So, therefore, that is a perfect balance. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. um, Definitely. So, I feel like if you're going to do something in life, especially as creative entrepreneurs, do something that you can do it for a long time and that you love it even when you're done doing it professionally. I feel like I always will probably be opening my computer designing things, whether it's like invitations or flyers or posters or whatever the case. And so many designers that I love. Um, that are in their 40s and 50s have been doing this their whole life. They don't do it professionally, but they still open their computers or they typeset by hand and they still get dirty and they do their craft and they love it. And I think that's why I love what I do because design is such a big part of my life. So it's my life, y'all. So where do you think your overlap is? Um, I know it's pretty repetitive, but um, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's true. Because, yeah. um, I, I like all, especially the, like, the, the original, like, old, yeah. older art, especially, like, Mary Blair is my mm-hmm. all-time favorite, and... She should be everyone's favorite <laughs> illustrator, FYI. Uh, she is the best, <laughs> and I can just, like, you know, go and look at, like, any new prints that they have, or I love going to the resorts and seeing all, like, the art on the wall, and I love the colors, because I feel, like, in my part, I don't, I can't draw, but when I create a site, I have to, you know bring all these elements together and I feel like just going there kind of helps me like inspires me to try new things try different color schemes that I probably would have not really tried Mm -hmm. um I take a lot of photos they're all horrible but I take them at the parks because I like just kind of keeping like seeing how the textures work together especially when it comes to Mary Blair stuff which is why I love small world uh there's just so much texture and I love texture and I love seeing Mm -hmm. it all together and how it works and sometimes things you don't think would normally work do so it just kind of inspires me, and I feel like it has that overlap that a lot of times I go to the parks, and I'm thinking about work things, yeah, but not in a bad way. I'm thinking, yeah. like, oh, like, this would be really neat, or just, it kind of, like, helps me get outside of, like, sitting in front of the computer, looking at Pinterest, looking at what everybody else is doing, right. which everybody else is doing amazing things, so it is nice to look at inspiration. Um, I like, I love going online and seeing what other, you know, web designers are doing and things, and 
but I want to step outside from yeah, the Yeah, there's something about being actually there yeah. surrounded by right. Like, to me, there's nothing, like, and I grew up in Orlando. I grew up in theme park culture. Like, both my parents worked for theme parks, and, like, I'm just a theme park girl through and through because there's something about being able to stand in, like, you're standing in art. Like, it's, yeah. like, completely yeah. surrounding Everything you. Everything is and that's, very calculated. Yeah, and, and it's so different NTL. from, like, looking at something on a computer mm-hmm. and being inspired there, which can be inspiring, but it's, like, and I think that that's, like, people that don't get theme parks are definitely not people that, like, love Imagineers. Because yeah. it's, like, if you're, like, the type of person that, like, worships Imagineers, then you are, like, you go to a park and you're just, like, oh, my God. Like, this, this even this rock is yeah. freaking awesome. Because there's so much storytelling in it. There's, right. It's that immersive world that you feel like you're actually there for a moment. So that's, like, I find that is, a, like... I try to put that into my work as well. I try to make it immersive, try to tell a story. Um, you know, when a client comes and they have a certain product that they want to sell, or even like if it's, you know, a blog and they want a certain image, like I feel like I'm trying to develop and create that story as well for them. So just kind of like brings that overlap and it gets me thinking in different ways. Yeah. I love that. Ugh. This makes me want to go to Disney. I like wanting to go to folk. That's all. You what? Folk. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. With the uh, monkeys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just outside, and I can stare at the sign. Just a sign. I'm like, yeah. I can be. I go inside; it's amazing. But I'm like, just outside, looking at the sign and shuffle. Have you I seen their queue? Is like Kingdom. probably one of that's my honestly. I feel like people sleep on the signage in Animal Kingdom, but what's it is, wrong with you? It's really intense. Oh yeah, it's okay. really, <laughs> <that> stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's really fantastic. I feel like you, they might have the best like signs. Oh, yeah. They really might. It's my favorite. It's. I mean, Magic Kingdom's classic, but you know, I'm just saying. Well, because they're yeah, they're all they create that. Yeah, that like, feeling that yeah it's like you yeah. feel like you're yeah. somewhere different that's why it's like you feel like you're leaving and you're not in yeah Florida. it's a little yeah. different from epcot where i feel like epcot's really like you can kind of see the other big, country yeah, exactly. so it's not the same right it's like when you're like walking through harambe market you're just kind of like i'm here yeah, right yeah. now like morocco <laughs> <laughs> yeah amazing so bottom line there's your personal life there's your business life there's gonna be those parts that overlap but there, it's important to have some separation and prioritize your personal life a little bit more um, than your business. Just just a little bit. Just a little, a little bit. bit. Try, yeah. try like, we do the balance and we normally put work first. Let's try putting life first and see how that goes for Try it for, for the bit. rest of the year. Yeah. And it's then not. report back mm-hmm. in January. See, see how it goes. <laughs> it makes a big difference. Yeah, it really does. So you can find us on Twitter at Hot Hustle Pod. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Heart and Hustle Podcast. And use the hashtag Boss So Hard throughout the week to show us what you are up to and how you are 